Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. The best heavy metal and hard rock anywhere. Live from Blog Talk Radio's multi-million dollar broadcasting facilities, the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. With your host, Mike the Big Cheese. Welcome back to the Heavy Metal Mayhem Show. I hope everybody's having a great Labor Day weekend. Still got another day and a half left of it. Uh, We've got a really, really big show for you tonight. Mark Yard, Jerry Franklin of New Jersey's Dies Eve, my special guest. will be calling in after the 7 o'clock hour. we also got a couple of other people calling in tonight, and we'll get to that real soon. But I'm going to start things off with a little music here. Some Black Sabbath, Hard Life to Love.
A little Black Sabbath with Hard Life to Love. That's the Tony Martin version. I have the original version with Ray Gillen, that whole record. I should have gotten a song by that on, but we'll do it a little later on. But I think my buddy T is out there. Hey, good evening. What's going on, buddy? How you feeling? Uh, I'll get over it. <laughs> uh, I'm glad. I hope it ain't the swine flu. Uh, no, I had um, turkey today. <laughs> oh, okay, I hear you. There you go. I'm trying <laughs> Enough said. All right, well, we got a really good show today. Jerry and Mark Adai is even going to be calling in later on in the hour. So I'm looking forward to talking to those guys. I remember them when they were Majesty back in the, the late 80s. So these guys have been waiting to come on the show for a long time. We had this booked, I think, before the summer. So it's finally here. Uh, we've got a couple of other guests calling in tonight. Carl Kennedy is going to be calling in a little later to say hi. Sean Peck of Cage is going to be calling in with them. We're going to be talking about the Bing Hampton Mary Metal Fest coming up next weekend. So we've got a really great show tonight for the Labor Day weekend. And I believe Cage is playing Brooklyn, too. Yeah, they're playing uh, Club Europa the next night after the the Bay Area, um, the Binghamton Festival. We'll just call it Bam, make it short. So we got our own little uh, Jerry Lewis uh, Labor Day Telethon variety show going on over here today. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Not bad. Sounds good. Not bad for Labor Day weekend, three guests. That's pretty good. So uh, I'm looking forward to everybody calling in a little bit. So we'll just pack in the music for the next half hour until they start... Uh, so the phone start ringing. How does that sound? That sounds great, Mikey. All right. How about I'll, I'll give you a chance to catch your breath after all that turkey today, and we'll do a little Mad Dog. This is Johnny Cyclops. <laughs>
All right, out of the United Kingdom, was a little Mad Dog. That was our one and only record. Uh, it was called Mad Dog, the record from 1987 with Johnny Cyclops. They were a really good band. Yeah. The first time you're hearing that? Uh, I've heard you talk about them before, but i uh, never heard the music. Yeah, I've been going through the songs every week. I'm like, i got to dig up some older stuff that we have, you know, that nobody gets to hear at all anymore instead of some of the more popular stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not that we do that anyway. We always mix everything up, you know, really well, but I think i got so many other stuff to play while I keep digging into the same well, you know, so... We're moving things along. I noticed I noticed next band is one of your favorite bands. You talk about them every single week, so I'm gonna get them off for you today. All right? All right, All right a little tempest. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg, take one. <laughs>
you hear my buddy Tommy talk about that band every week to every guest that comes on the show? That was his band Tempest or Blitzkrieg. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. I, you know, that was the first tape I transferred. I didn't know how to use EQ or anything, so it's really bassy, like, in, you know, deep. Well, that, you know, that's how a lot of that stuff was recorded, you know, and over the years, all the, all the generations of tape, you know, even though... Yeah. Even though, like, whatever I gave you might have been, like, already third, fourth generation, you know? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But I can make a better copy because I've done it with the other ones. Yeah. When you play around with it enough, you get to figure out, like, you know, where to set each one. Yeah. But I just didn't have time to go back into it this week. It was a busy week. So there's a guy down here in Greenpoint. Uh, I think it's called Rock Garden. Um, and he's got all the old machines. I've talked to him a few times. I just got to get my butt down here with the tape. I got to get the tapes from Dom. Dom's got them for safekeeping. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, you can but there's plenty of other good music out there to play. <laughs> well, that was one of them. So, uh, all right, let me see. We got Carl and Sean and Sean I felt like I was, uh, have threats over there. Oh. Carl and Sean are going to be calling <laughs> in about 10 minutes. Those are two names that are hard to get out in a row. Yeah, I see that. They're going to be calling in about 10 minutes. And, uh, let me see what we can get on over here. How about we get on a little Judas Priest? I uh, haven't played them in a little while. The Ripper. Yeah. 
little juice priest with the ripper. Yeah, that song changed a few a few uh people's uh idea of heavy metal when they first heard that one. Sure did. Wow. Two of us included. Definitely. All right, let me see here. You know, we're going to have a lot of talking tonight, not a lot of music, because we got a lot of people calling in, so just trying to jam a few things in before then. Uh, I hear that. Let me see. Uh, I, thought I, I thought I uploaded some Rods and Cage music early in the week, but oh. look, looks like I didn't. So I'll see if I can get that going while uh, while they're on and everything. If not, uh, Sean Peck from uh, Cage is listening. He's going to be on the show actually October uh, 25th as a regular guest, so we'll have the whole show to play all their music. I just figured I'd get something on tonight while they were calling in. Yeah. But uh, you know what? How about we do our demolition segment? Get that out of the way. Okay. All right. Tonight's demolition segment. You can go head over to the Heavy Metal Man blog spot and download a copy of this. Uh, it's a New Jersey band called Torment. I think we'll stay in Jersey tonight because our guests are from Jersey. So uh, they were a really good band. They only put out the, the two demo tapes, as far as I know. Uh, the one that we're playing tonight, Take Every Life, and another one right after that called Death Toll. So we're getting on a song called Madball off their first demo from 1987. This is Torment from New Jersey.
right. It was our demolition segment. That was Mad Ball. With, I'm sorry. That was Torment with the song Mad Ball. I'm all confused here today. All right, so what's going on? Anything going on in the world of metal this week? Uh, you know, the Stain and uh, Kerry King are fighting again. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. That's uh, like a never-ending battle with those two. Yeah, the guy, I just read the bass player in Angel passed away. Uh, oh, for me, uh, the, the 70s band Angel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's getting to that time in life. All something yeah, to, you know, like, they're all like, you know, in the... Late 40s, early 50s. Oh, I know. This is the shit, you know? I know. Well, it's not to drop like flies now. This is no good. It sucks. sucks. I know. Yeah, I heard about the Kerry King, uh, Dave Mustaine thing, you know? Yeah, Dave Mustaine's been everywhere any, everywhere lately, too, with the, with the new record. Oh, yeah. And now he's got a radio show, I heard. Uh, he's yeah, what is that, Sirius? Uh, no, with Clear Channel. Regular oh, Clear radio. Channel, really? Yeah, regular radio. Not even oh, how do you like that? Yeah, I guess... Uh, Maybe that's where we're headed. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, right? I mean, you know, they're looking, you know, they're looking. Looking to fill up some air time. There you go. I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, we'll take it, cheap. right? They get us cheap. Yeah, you get us for free. Yeah, drive me back and forth and feed me. <laughs> yeah, right? And we'll have fun. Yeah, I can go for that. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah why not? Anything's... Yeah. guy like Sean in the studio, forget about it. That'll be the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit back. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'm trying to get some songs on by the Rods and uh, and the Arcade so we can play them during the show. So I should have them uploaded before then. Okay. So I'll probably get one more song on while we wait for those guys to call in. It should be any minute now anyway. Uh, let me see here. What, uh, what did I want to hear? A little Merciful Fate. All right. Go back to that. A little Curse of the Pharaohs. All right. <laughs>
Go, a little emotional fate with Curse of the Pharaohs. Right now, Carl Kennedy, Sean Peck, you guys are on the line? We're here. Yeah, I'm here. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, man. Uh, yeah. It's good to have you here. Sean, this is your first time calling. You're back again. Yep. Sean, how are you, by the way? Uh, good, man. We just uh, played a show in uh, Mexicali, Mexico last night. It was crazy. Wow. Nice. And now you're heading back to New York, huh? <laughs> heading to New York for the first time, man. That's going to be good. you got a couple of shows here. You, first, you're going to be at uh, the Binghamton Area Metal Fest with Call on the Rods. That's coming up this Saturday night, right? Yeah, right. we're super super excited about it. That sounds great. Who else is on the bill, Call? Um, Machines of Grace, Jeff Plates Band from uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Sabotage, Metal yeah. Church. Um, let's see, Beyond Fallen. Lots of, there are quite a few really good bands. So, and I'm looking forward to seeing Cage. And by the way, Sean, I was saying last night how I, I love your your songs. I, I'm listening to your voice, how powerful it is. I'm like, the guy's scary. I was looking at your picture going, that voice and that look, <laughs> I'm fucking scared of meeting this guy. Uh, yeah, Cage can tear it apart, I know. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to it. These guys are going to shred. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. Yeah. Sean, it's your first time coming to New York with the band, right? Yeah, for, I mean, for years we've gotten just like one request after the other, like, you got to come to New York, you got to come to New York, and Mark Sasso, our, our, our cover artist, lives out there, and so we're we're excited, we're finally get to go out and rip it up out there, have people see us. That sounds great, and besides the show uh, Saturday in Binghampton, uh, that's actually in Endicott, isn't it, Carl? It is, right outside of Binghamton, but yeah, it's Endicott. Okay, in yeah, Endicott. You guys also have the show the next day in Brooklyn at Club Europa. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of big, a lot of buzz on that show with, with uh, again, Machines of Grace, and I think Ravage is playing it, so a lot of good uh, heavy metal on that night. Yeah, sounds like a good show, and uh, I got Tommy on the line. Tommy, you there? Hey, guys. How's it going? Right, you got Carl and you got Sean. Hey, Carl. <laughs> welcome back. And uh, Sean, how you doing? Nice to, uh, nice to hear from you. Hi. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, we were uh, at the Brooklyn show uh at the, I'm seeing where you're playing in Brooklyn, your Club Europa. We were there uh, two weeks back. Ross and Raven, Ross the Boss and Raven, and uh, they, were, they were pushing the show. So uh, we'll come down and check that out. Cool, cool. cool. Yeah. I wanted to see that show with Ross and Raven. I, I bet that was a great show. Yeah, they, at the beginning they told us that uh, the rods were on the bill. As a matter of fact, they had it on one website. Yeah, they had that advertised for a while. But right. they didn't put yeah. you on the poster, so we figured. And we, you know, Mike didn't hear from you about that. And I think you were playing, you were playing that night, no? Right. We had right. right. We had previously booked, and that was the problem. It was right. miscommunication, yeah. so we didn't do the gig. Yeah, that would have been amazing. I mean, we, it would be nice if we could uh, get something going here, uh, like another another big one with, uh, you know, all the guys from Mike's uh, show, because Mike's got some great bands on. I mean, you know, you you stand alone on your own, but a lot of these, uh, you know, young and up-and-coming bands and some of the bands that Mike's uh, plucked out of obscurity, and all of a sudden they're starting to play right. again, which is so great to hear, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, all these I'd love to see. <clears throat> excuse me. I know that that uh, Cage's manager Benjamin has been talking about doing some things, and I, I love the idea of some of the bands just pulling together, who can work together well, and doing shows, doing you know great yeah, packages. That, that would be great. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's that's the way to go right now. You know, you get a couple of good bands on the bill, put it on a festival, and you get more people out there that way too. And you know, some of the more experienced bands like you guys. Out there, and you get some younger bands that chance, you know, because there's not a lot of opportunities out there anymore for the younger guys to go out and play anyway. No, it makes a great package for everybody, for the bands, for the fans. I mean, it's just it's a win-win for everybody. And then we, yeah. can, we can get to see your T-shirts and your CDs, you know, like I I went and I spent over a hundred bucks on T-shirts and CDs, and you know, I don't I don't care. I can probably get something for free, but. I want to promote the bands. I want the band. I want people to see me buying stuff. Maybe they'll get right behind me and buy a Raven shirt, buy a Raven yeah. CD, a Ross CD. You know. That's great. That's exactly what I do. I go out and like my friends will say, "Hey, I'll, you know, a new CD is coming out. I'll send you one." Like, you know what? I'm going to a store. I'm going to buy it wherever I can because so cool. you got to support each other. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's the only way to do things today. And I mean, most people they spend uh, what is it? What is it? Ten dollars for cigarettes? I mean, come on, give me a break. Right. Right. You know? I'm sorry. Well, we got a lot of great music out there, and we should be buying everything. And Cage, Sean, you guys, Science for Annihilation, you're playing out behind right now. Carl, how's the new record coming along? It is mixed. We have a couple little tweaks. Brian New mixed it, and uh, it is, it's done, which is great. We're going to be heading to mastering soon. It's exciting. And uh, our lawsuit is ready to go to trial in a few weeks, so we're going to get our date in a couple of weeks, and uh, we'll be heading to trial. And then... Hopefully, shortly after that, we'll have a quick trial date, and uh, this will be done. I imagine by one way or the other, this album is coming out. Good. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited. Excellent. Good, because we're all looking forward to that. And, and Sean, how's uh, how's everything going out on this new tour? Uh, we just, like I said, we just did a show in Mexicali, which was, was one of our biggest cities. It's like, awesome. we go up there, and it's just packed, and... People just going crazy and tons and tons of chicks uh, for some reason in Mexico like <laughs> wow. our shows at a metal show. That always... Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing that always makes it a little better. And uh, <laughs> but uh, we just did you know three weeks in Europe in May, and that was like super successful. And uh, we're just a lot of momentum, a lot of buzz, and uh, we just like you were saying, you know, we just put out the uh, high octane, high power. Uh, just machine gun set, and people are really digging it. Yeah, you guys have definitely backed that up. There's no doubt about it. I can't wait uh, to see Planet Crusher live. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, we just, uh, we uh, just open with that. We just come right out of the gate with that one, and uh, you won't have to wait long. To check that one out. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, your newest record is definitely your most brutal yet. There's there's no doubt about it. You guys keep upping it, you know, with each and every album. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot has to do with. Uh, we knew we wanted to go in that direction, but with our new drummer, Norm Leggio, who used to be in Psychotic Waltz, you know, very uh, much a student of uh, his craft, and he just was very familiar with, you know, a lot of the thrash beats and blast beats that we never really, uh, you know, used before. And so, it, you know, for us, it, it was definitely a fresh, uh, heavier sound, and you threw, you know, you throw the vocals in there and you keep the songs memorable and uh, try and maintain that heavy metal magic in them. And, uh, People are saying it's our best CD yet, so uh, now we have to somehow top it again, and that's what we—that's what we're working on now. <laughs> try and pull another rabbit out of our hat and top that one, man. It's not gonna be easy. For the both of you, does it get hotter and hotter with each and every one? Are you talking to me? It's a call and show. The both of you. 
saying which? It's harder. Putting out new get... records, you know, coming up new material still after all these years. Does it get harder and harder, or just when it's yeah. right, it comes out? Yeah, I think as long as you're true to what you're doing and you believe in it, I think just like, like Sean, you're saying, you know, it's gonna you set the bar high, but you guys are crushing. I mean, it's like what you guys are doing. I can't even imagine that it's gonna be tough to top that because. You're, you can tell you're at the top of your game. It's not going to be an issue. But, you know, it's always a concern. You don't want to disappoint fans. You don't want to disappoint yourself. You always have that that certain uh, level that you want to achieve when you're doing something, and uh, you set your own, you know, you, you know what your limits are and what your expectations are. You want to meet them or exceed them. So there's pressure, but, you know, it's also great to just write new material and hear it and try to be true to it. I find that's the biggest key now is just if I love it and I'm into it and I believe in it, then, that's it, and hopefully the fans will like it. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, singing-wise, uh, some of these songs that we record on the new album, I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's uh, going to be humanly possible to pull off live, so we'll just, like, leave that as a studio song, and then, like, all of a sudden we're doing it live, and like, oh, man, I guess uh, <laughs> I guess we can reproduce this stuff. It's funny when, you know, you, yeah, vocally, it's just like there's so much going on that... Uh, uh, we're just like, how the hell are we going to do this? And then uh, we're able to, like, the, you know, the title track, is, I thought it was going to be like an impossible task to, to achieve. And now, um, it, you know, it gets easier and easier with each time. So just key, I, you know, from there's always the songwriting end of it. And then, you know, being a vocalist, I'm always trying to find new voices and new ways just to push it just completely uh, over the frickin' top. And uh, we'll see what happens next time. Yeah, unbelievable power in your vocals. You know, just I'm new to hearing the band. I've been checking out your stuff because we're doing a show, and I I love to be familiar with as much material as possible. And uh, I'm just blown away by how much power you have. Yeah, I mean it's it's weird because you know live it's I'm like you said uh, I think we're at the top of our game now. I mean live I think I'm singing better than I've ever sang before, and um, mm-hmm. it's, it's coming you know pretty pretty effortless. <clears throat> You know, you know, we do some of the songs, got the King Diamond falsettos, and I'm kind of using the head voice to do all the main, you know, screaming, and then I'm doing a bunch of big guttural stuff, and then I'll throw in the black metal voices through it and trying to keep uh, a tone through all of it that's still, you know, pleasing to the ear and, and uh, then, you know, maintain your stage presence and keep everybody mesmerized at the same time. It's not yeah. easy, not easy, especially last night when it was like about 140 degrees on stage. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> That's got to be bullshit. I don't know if uh, Sean, I don't know if Benjamin told you, but you're coming back on the show in October. Okay, cool, cool. Sounds great. Yeah, you probably you probably didn't get it in there yet. So I, I'm trying not to go too much to you because I want to spend the whole show on, in October about Cage also. Well, um, yeah, that I mean, uh, I should probably cut you loose. I've got um, uh, I'm a, I'm a real estate guy, and actually I have a freaking conference call with this hedge fund in like five minutes. So and that's um, more important. That's money. But I, I I'm sure Benjamin will get everything to you when it gets closer to the date. And we're going to save everything, you know, all the cage stuff. that will give you the whole show in October, like we do for all our guests when they call in. Well, let me sign off and say thanks very much for having me. And, hey, guys, man, thanks for uh, talking. I can talk metal all night, man. So when we see you at Bingington, let's hang out, and uh, I can uh, I can say stuff off the record that's uh, a lot more entertaining than on the record. <laughs> that sounds good. And, uh, <laughs> look forward to meeting you guys. Look forward to the I'll let you, let you go. Thank you so much. That sounds great. Everybody, Sean Peck from Cage, thank you for calling in. He will be back in October for another interview, and I'm looking forward to that. I didn't want to ask Sean too many things tonight because I want to save it for when he, uh, when he calls back over there. And, Carl, it's going to be a great show this weekend, right? I think it's going to be a killer show. It starts at noon. It goes all day. I mean, a lot of good bands. 
um, yeah, I just I just think it's great, and I think it's great for the Binghamton area because this is really the first time they've had something like this, and uh, I'm hoping it's successful enough to uh, be carried over that this is something that's happening every year. We need something like that in upstate New York. Yeah, definitely, because you know what it is. Everybody comes down, you know, down to the city for shows, but New York's a big place, and everybody's got to get their share of metal in there. Right. And that's going to be a great one. And, Carl, I don't mean to make cutting short with you because we only got a little bit of time left, and then we have another guest calling in right behind you. But I just wanted to get this out there about the, the Binghamton Area Metal Festival, and it'll be this Saturday the 12th. I think it's like 20 25 bucks for like half a dozen bands or more. You can't beat that. Yeah, I agree. It's great. And you know the exact address? I know it's an end of card. It's off of Route 25 old, or 46? Yes, yeah, Old Country Pines Outdoor Stage. I'm not sure the exact route, but uh, easy to find. You can I'll Google get that it. all up on the website right after the show so everybody knows exactly where to go. All right, great talking to you guys. All right, Carl, you too. So how about we uh, do a little rods and we'll fade chat with that. And Carl, thank you very much for calling in. A little crank it up.
All right, a little Rods over there. Crank it up. Uh, it was Carl Kennedy of the Rods and Sean Pekka K. They're going to be playing at the Binghamton Mary Metal Festival this Saturday night. They were just checking in. I don't want to keep Sean on too long because I use up all my questions for the October interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I was trying not to. I was trying to keep him involved and I next too much, because right. I really was just here to promote the show for uh, next weekend. And go. I got a ton of stuff we'll get into for Sean when we got him on by himself in October. Excellent. I just got to remind uh, Benjamin, the manager, about it because he might forget. I think this was the whole thing. Right, right. Yeah. So that was my first repeat guest. Oh well. Call Kennedy. Okay. So not not a song, but the guest. We we can start playing songs again because this is a this is a big week for Heavy Metal Mayhem show. Yeah. Uh, this Wednesday is our hundredth episode, and uh, next Sunday with uh, Raven as our guest, it'll be our one year anniversary. So, oh, got a jam packed week of music. It's gonna be really good. Excellent. That's what I say. So, uh, like I was saying, you got the Binghamton Mary Metal Festival. We're calling it the Bam Fest. It's up in Endicott, New York, and uh, it's gonna be co-headliners, The Rods and Cage. So how about I play a little cage for you right now? This is off their newest record, a song called Speed Kills.
There you go. That's a little cage with speed kills off their newest record, Science of Annihilation. And we'll have Sean on it. I believe it was October 25th, I said. So we're looking forward to that. Got some voice, man. Ah, yeah, right? He's got good chops on. Much of like Priest and everything, you know, all that old great metal mixed together. Sounds like an American Priest, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, definitely. What uh, what, what I wanted Queensryche to, you know, head in the direction, you know? Yeah, well, they didn't. (laughs) Yeah, they went their own way. But, you know, they made some good music along the way. No, I know, I know, I know. But, I mean, you know, I'm a heavy, you know, headbanger at heart, you know, but I appreciate all, you know, all kinds. Of course. And Cage is carrying the torch. They've been around since the early 90s, those guys, so it's not like they're new to the scene, you know, but uh, hopefully they'll start getting the recognition they deserve. We've got to, especially, you know, all these American metal bands, we've got to start pushing them and, you know, getting them out there. Yeah, I tell you one thing, it's hard talking with four people at one time on here. When <laughs> yeah, that's why I stood back. Oh, you don't know who's who and who's talking, who to, you know, yeah. on the radio, nobody knows, you know? Yeah, almost the two voices almost sounded the same. I had. Yeah, to... well, get ready, because in a little while, I guess tonight, Jerry Franklin, Well, I'll be. Oh, excuse me, don't even... and Mark Yard of Dye's Eve are going to be calling in okay. in about 20 minutes or so, so we'll be going through that all over again. All right, we'll do We'll it. have to assign numbers to everybody, you know? All right, so let me see what we can do here. Uh, i got to do our Sunday Night Spotlight. Uh, I'll play one more song before then. We're going to start featuring artists off the Warner Brothers uh, Blistering uh, Records label starting tonight. And i got a few uh, local bands that sent me some pretty good stuff. Uh, brings back that classic 80s sound, so I'll mix them in over the coming weeks also so everybody gets a shot. But uh, let me see. What can I get? What do you want to hear? i got, uh, I got, I got a little Kiss lined up, uh, and then I have... Let me see. i got some Kiss lined up and some Bad Brains. A little Virgin Steel. What do you feel like tonight, Tay? Uh, put some Virgin Steel. Some Virgin Steel? I figured you would ask for that. I got to go way back to the... Uh... Oh, shit. <laughs> nah, 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 it's okay. I got everything set up. Uh, you know. All right, we'll do, a little, we'll do a little Virgin Steel for P here. Victory is mine. Victory is mine.
Victory's Mine, a little version of Steel. Very good, very good. Uh, yeah, yeah. The later records were all, like, you know, heavily themed, you know, around the Roman and Greek uh, mythology, you know, all this stuff really was, but... They had like songs like forty five. They had records like forty five, fifty songs on it back then. Wow. Yeah, a lot of songs on there. I didn't know that. Jeez. Oh yeah. But let me see here. About fifteen minutes. We got Dyes Eve calling in. Looking forward to talking to those guys. So uh, let me see. What can I get on here now? Uh, how about we do a little bad brains? Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Do a little. Go do too. a little. Uh, little ladies hardcore. Okay. Well, rock hardcore for the bad brains. Eye against eye. I made you on the boys over there with Eye Against Eye. Yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah, I haven't heard the Bad Brains in a while. I was going to go back to some of the earlier stuff, but I had that up there, so I figured I'm going to get it on. That's cool. Yeah, so how about we do a complete 360 now and do a little kiss? All right. All right, some hard luck woman. Oh, wow. Get a little bit of everything here, huh? A little
If never I met you, I never have seen you cry. If not for a first hello, we never have to say goodbye. If never I held you, my feelings would never show. It's time I start walking, but there's so much you never know. Yes, right? Yeah. That was a nice little story there uh, about uh, yeah, uh, Gene. That's typical of him, you know? Yeah, originally, originally Paul wrote the, the song for Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart didn't get back time, you know, to, right away. And uh, Peter picked it up, recorded a demo for it. Gene heard it, liked it. And yeah. they went with it. You know, what That's the, the way it goes. Yeah. Nice and by the way, uh, I'll have my check for 50 cents out to Gene Simmons tomorrow for playing that song. I just want to let know it's in the mail. 
better. He, he wants a credit. He wants it over the phone by credit card. That's right. Uh, he's got a PayPal account, so I have to, have, to, <laughs> have, to <laughs> have to give him his fifty cents for royalties for that. Exactly. All right, but uh, we got about five or six minutes before the guys from uh, Dyer's Eve call in. So let me get uh, one more quickie on, and then I'll start playing some Dyer's Eve music for everybody. Okay. How about a little Bomb Nation? This is a song called Black Holocaust. Nation over there, Black Holocaust. Boy, I tell you, we go from one extreme to the other, yeah. <laughs> Different spectrums of the musical. Uh, <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, well, you know, some people like the heavier stuff, some like the slower stuff, but it's all heavy metal in the end. That's it. You know, all it's right. always a blast playing, uh, um, you know, the Kiss tune and uh, your mom passing by going, oh, that's not so bad. And then all of a sudden, you know, God of Thunder comes out. That's right. You know, it's always <laughs> something. <laughs> so that's good. But, uh, Jerry and Mark are going to be calling any minute now, so how about we uh, give everybody uh, a little dice so they know what they're in for. And uh, these guys are re-recording a lot of the songs. I'm going to get on a song. Let me see. He gave me a couple of really really good ones that I haven't heard. One was on the demo tape, but uh, how about I get on Cries of a Lesser Man by Dice Check this out. This is calling in in a minute.
right, there you go, some Dye's Eve. The guys will be calling in a little bit over here. Yeah. All right, and uh, I know Pango in the chat room was asking about the rod. She wanted to know, too, why they didn't play at the show with Ross and Raven last week. We asked uh, Carl the same thing, and they said, what did he say? He had a commitment to a, yeah, for another show that night they had yeah, committed yeah, to I before that, that, right? Yeah, I saw that on the website. And that's why I told the guys, uh, a lot of the guys were going to go. You know, not that they weren't going to go. They were going. They expected maybe the Rods, too. I said, they're not on the post, and I think, from the website, that they're playing some Brazel. You know? Yeah, they had something else lined up, he was saying. But, you know. It would be great to put together a show. We've got to figure out how to do that. That's something we definitely have to do. But right now, uh, one of my guests are on the line, so let me hook them up. Jerry, you out there? Yeah, I'm here, Mike. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. How are you? How's everything going? Uh, everything's going good, man. How you doing, good. Tommy? How you doing, Jerry? What's going All right. On? Sounds cool. I was saying before that we had this book for like months, and it took like the yeah, whole summer yeah. for it to get here, right? Yeah, no doubt. It's been a long, long time, but I'm glad to have you on finally. It's great to have you here. We just got done playing some of your music. We're going to get a lot more on before the end of the show. Oh, so crazy. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to being on the show, man. This is good. Oh, man. So how's everything going in the Diazeef camp? Oh, everything's going good, man. You know, at the moment, it's just, you know, it's me and Mark doing everything. Uh, we're looking yeah. for a permanent drummer. But, you know, with, you know, it's just great doing it again. You know, we you know we got back together last year, and uh, it's just been great, a blast, just getting that back together and just jamming and having a good time. And it's been a long time. When did you guys break up? In, like, the early oh, 90s, the mid-90s? Yeah, it was 90, 93. The beginning of 93 is when we broke up. And, uh, you know, the, the drummer went to college, you know, I was in college, and, you know, it's it just that, you know, everybody was going a different direction. You know, nothing nothing major happened to make it break up, just that we all went in different directions. And that happens. Usually everybody's waiting for, like, some, you know, big glamorous story that you guys, you know, you had a knockdown, drag down, fist fight, and this, this one said that, but stuff just happens in life, you know, and yeah, that was yeah, what happened. Yeah, happened, that's what it was. It's like, you know, that it was just a great experience we had growing up and playing, and, uh, you know, it's just great doing it again and hearing that stuff. And, it's you know, it's great just seeing the people who, you know, knew of the stuff. And, you know, just like the MySpace and all that stuff. And all these great bands is coming back. is unbelievable. Oh, it's, it's, I tell you, MySpace is, a, is is amazing for bands because you can find everybody on there that you used to be into, whether they were small or big. It's almost like I would say it's like the old tape trading days. You couldn't wait to get that in the mail, to hear a new band from a different part of the country back in the 80s. And MySpace is the equivalent of that today. You know, you can go there and hear hear something and... It's fantastic. Yeah, you can reach everybody. It's just unbelievable. So oh, just, yeah. I'm having a I blast, know. man. Just having a blast doing this. And, and your show is so diverse. That's what I love. You hear you hear the Kiss song that I heard before, and then the heavier bands, everything. It's great. Yeah, you got to mix it all up. You know, I mean, I like I like all kind of rock and heavy metal, so, and a lot of people do. Sometimes you want to hear something a little harder, something a little heavier, a little softer, so you give a little bit of everything. Right, yeah. It's, just, it's great, man. It's, it's just and great that's the way to do it. Man. But, you know, I remember you guys' as majesty and getting that demo tape uh, the time just before. Right, yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, we, uh, we actually, with that first one, we were, we, uh, we got produced by this guy, Bobby Bontempo, from Northern Jersey, and uh, he got us hooked up with New Renaissance Records. And, All right. You know, we, were, we weren't going to do something. We wanted to put that out, but they wanted us to change our name because there were so many different majesties, Infernal Majesty and everything. So we yeah. decided to change the name to Dire's Eve. Long story short, nothing came of that, but, you know, it's just that's, that's what happened with Majesty. Yeah. That's why the name's changed. But it, was, it, was, it still was the same band. I mean, you just went with the name change before the second tape came out. Right. That's exactly what it was. You know, we thought something was going to happen with New Renaissance, and that's why we changed it all. We would have kept the name if not for that. But uh, we decided since we took Dire Z, people were starting to know us by Dire Z, so we yeah. ran with it. 
you guys always had a very progressive sound, even when that music wasn't big back then. You know, you guys were like kind of forging ahead with it. And today, you know, a lot of the metal bands that are out there today are, are all going with that, like, you know, that more progressive sounding uh, metal. And you guys were like kind of in the beginning of it. Yeah, we just, you know, it was more of those European bands that we got into, you know, like the Merciful Fates and all that stuff. It was just yeah. so great. You know, bands like Sordilage from France and stuff like that. We're into all those type of bands and, you know, just projected in our music. Yeah, you can yeah, definitely like hear Michael the Shanker and all that old that. Scorpions and stuff. Yeah, especially the Sordilage. I was going to play that right before you came on, so <laughs> that's what it reminds me of in that vein. Yeah, yeah, that's you know stuff we love. That you know my teacher, like when I you know started taking lessons, my you know a teacher of mine, Joey DeMeo, said to me, you know you got to listen to Michael Shanker, listen to Ulrich Roth, and you know I just got into it. Like the music was beyond the guitar, the music was so phenomenal, you know. Yeah. So, that's not Joey DeMeo from Manwar, is it? No, Joey DeMeo, he's from down here in New Jersey. We used to draw oh, okay. the same name, but he's a huge right. guitar player from our area down here at the shore. Because if it's Joey DeMeo from Manwar, then we got a lot to talk about because, you know, <laughs> that's just another thing to put on his list to check off of the amazing things he's done in this world. Yeah, no, right. Mike, <laughs> no, Mike, that's it. No more Joey. We can only jo mention him once a show. We <laughs> <laughs> that's right, yeah. We're contractually obligated to say his name once <laughs> That's right. That's right. The heavy metal Gene Simmons. Oh, that's oh, great. But you guys are back together now. Right now, it's just you and Mark. Are you, are you gonna? Right now it's me and Mark. Like you know, when I heard you know Carl Kennedy, you had him on a couple times. Yeah. I, I remember him from a while back, but I know he does some produ productions at work, and I'm trying to you know get in touch with him. Maybe I can get him to produce a couple songs. Oh, there. we can get. That's you. what we're trying yeah. to do. We're trying to you know just hook up, get out there, and put some good stuff out. So. You should have called in a half hour early. Carl was just on. Yeah, I know. I heard he was just on. I didn't want to butt in, but, you no, know. Mike. Nah, he was only on to promote the show. But, you know, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to Carl, and I'll put you in touch with him. All right, that'd be great, man. Be Carl great. still does a lot of producing. He's always, he's always producing bands. And, uh, oh, yeah. So I remember he's doing the new Rod's record, and he's uh, playing with uh, Sammy uh, Abigail. He's working yeah, with him in his new album. That was some great stuff when you had him on there. That guy's got a nice voice. Huh? Yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, it's amazing stuff. how you know how it holds up after all the years. Like you don't yeah. really lose anything from it. Right. I guess you got to use it or you lose it. I guess it, you know that's how it goes. That's it. That's, that's why I got to jump into the sack a little bit more for my wife because I got to feel I'm about to lose it. <laughs> use it, lose it, or don't abuse it. That's yeah, right. right. That's right. So how's everything been going since you got back together? Oh, it's been great, man. We've been, you know, it's just like it's just like we haven't been apart. You know, it's just that chemistry we always have together. You know, it was me and him in the beginning, and then we got the other guys. And it's the same feeling now, you know. Like I'm, I'm still in touch with the old singer Paul, but he's, you know, he's got his own thing now. He's got his family, so he really isn't. He sings, but he doesn't really do it full time, so he couldn't commit to it. So yeah, like on the on the demo like, stuff I gave you, I actually sing on the other two ones. We, you know, we're looking for permanent singers, but right now, you know, right now we're just trying to put something solid out, get some people behind it, and then go from there and start playing live. That, that sounds good. Oh, your voice sounds great on the tapes. Yeah, I've been working. You know, it's, I've been fiddling for so many years. You know, like, aside from Dire's Eve, I used to, I could never find a singer. So I would dibble and dabble. Well, I don't like that. I don't like that. And you keep on working on it. And then you, I got something that I can actually listen to now. So it's good. You know, so it's, it's worked out. So it's gotten us out there. So now we're trying to go to the next level now to bring these songs out even better. So I, we need somebody like a, somebody, a producer behind us to, to say, yeah, this part is nice. Let's bring this up. Let's do something with this. Another mind in there. Yeah, you need an outside opinion that'll tell you, right, you know, what right, they're hearing. Right. Of course, yeah. of course, and you know, eventually it'll all come together. And you were in Europe about a year or two ago with Vulture, weren't you? Yeah, I'm still in Vulture. I still play with Vulture, and I have oh, okay. 
another project, uh, Conspiracy Chronicles, that's uh, doing really well now. And uh, Vulture, you know, our drummer lives out in Colorado right now, so we just get together and play shows whenever he's around in town. But, you know, our band's been going good. We did two U.S. tours. We did a European tour uh, last uh, two years ago, two, 2007. And, uh, we're, you know, we got a second CD coming out, but, you know, we're still recording that now. But uh, Excellent. Going good. So How was it over in Europe? Huh? It must have been nice. Unbelievable. Yeah. The scene is just so, it's just people come out, you know what I mean? People come yeah. out and people stay. Yeah. You know, like around here, people just, you know, they'll come out, they'll see the band they want to see, and then they'll leave. Like you're yeah. talking about, you know, I was, talking, I was listening earlier when you're talking about putting together a whole festival. That's the way to go. That's what we yeah. need over here. We need those kind of festivals they have over in Europe. Yeah, we definitely need more of them, and uh, that, that's about the only way to do it. You know what? I should have hooked you up with, uh, I don't know if you know, um, I don't know if you know Norm Ski uh, from uh, State Factor. No, I don't. Another New Jersey band, really great band. He's got a big festival coming out. Now, uh, I think it was October 17th, I want to say. Right, Tommy, in New Jersey? Yeah. Ross the Boss is headlining. They're on the bill. Uh, Ravage. I mean, there's like a dozen bands. It's going to be an all-day thing out there at uh, Hangar 84. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of that. I think no, it's I down it. in South Jersey somewhere. I, I get it. He's actually looking for one more band that's not signed right now to put on the bill. Yeah, that's oh, right. really? Yeah, so if you're interested, I could uh, put you in touch with him. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. With Ross DePaul's headline, it should be a pretty good turnout, you know. Oh, that's nice, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's between like Atlantic City and Philadelphia, somewhere in that area. I just can't... Okay. Uh, yeah, it's right, I, it's right, you know, not too far from here. Yeah, I can't think of the name, so I, I can get that for you. And, um, yeah, it'd be a pretty good deal, and that is the way to go. I mean, you got to have these festivals today with maybe seven or eight bands, because like you said, they, they, they come out for one band, they're not staying, they're not supporting everybody like they should. So right. the more you get on there, the more people each band brings out, the better it is because exactly. you're, you're going to find different people that are going to come across you that way. Right, exactly. You know, that, you know that's the, the only way to do it because uh, the clubs are just charging you. They want you to, you know, sell tickets. And you, you if you're a lone band, it's like, you know, it's not going to happen, you know? Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's definitely a different world, a different scene. You know, it's it's extremely difficult to make it, you know, making it in it these days. And oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, it's, it's actually gotten a lot easier, I see, as far as, like, you know, going out, putting a demo out now these days. It's like the home studio has just changed the game on that. Oh, yeah. You can, you can record at home. You can shop it. Or, you know, you can get it to more people now than you could before. You know, the only thing now is getting a distribution of the, the music out to different stores or stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. That's the hard part. But other than that, like, the recording and... Just you know, bands never had a demo back. You know, back then having a demo was like almost you know unheard of. Yeah. You know, so so it's yep. definitely changing the game like that now because you know everybody has a demo. Every ha everybody has something to shop. It's just how to put it together to get it out there. How to sell it yourself. How to how to do the marketing. That's what we need now. Is how to do the marketing. And that's what's lacking from you know from record companies right now. You know, from the independent ones to the large ones. There's no more support, and we had a uh, we had a uh, Rob Dawn from Sacred Oath on about a week ago, and that's what he talked about a lot. How there's no more A&R department. They're not pushing the bands. They're not promoting them. They're not trying to sell them anymore. Right. Exactly. And it's either do it yourself or die today. Right. Exactly. Because I remember him talking and saying like you know like the development of a band. Yeah. You know he was talking about that. It's like so true. You know you know you want to get a band from one level to the next. And they don't want to do that. It's like if your if your your CD doesn't hit in six months, well you're on the shelf. You're done. You know. And you have yeah, to develop a band. You know, you have to develop. Just like when you're sitting in your room playing and going to rehearsals, you got to develop them on the next level. You know, and you know, that's what a record company should have should be doing to a four band. You know, exactly. Develop. I mean, it's just I know it's just getting so hard. 
I always say, like, how how would a young band today make it? I mean, how would the how where's the next Judas Priest coming from? Right. Exactly. The next Metallica. If there's nobody to support them from the ground up. Right. I mean, exactly. you go to shows and it, and it's like sometimes nobody comes out, but they're like, oh, you know, I, I wish I could have been there. Which this, but just go. I mean, especially today, some places are five dollars, ten dollars to get into. It's not going to break. You go out for a couple hours, take your wife with you if you have to. You know, sit her at the bar, buy her a drink, and go catch a great show. Definitely. You know, there's so many great bands out there, too. There's so many bands you don't hear about. It's just ridiculous, you know? Like, I, I you know, I teach, you know, music. And, I, you know, these kids today, it's like, it's funny because uh, with all the music, like, let's say the kill switch engages and the stuff that is going on now, that type of music, I, I wasn't a big fan of it, but, you know, I, I like hearing new things. But the kids I'm seeing that come in today, they want to hear Judas Priest. They want to hear Iron Maiden. They want yeah. to hear Led Zeppelin. You know, all that stuff is still pertinent today. Yeah. You know, and that, that should say something about developing a band. How are you going to get those Judas Priest? How are you going to get those next Iron Maiden? It's develop the band. You know, they have to stay in some kind of staying power for these bands. Sure. I mean, you know, like I said, MySpace is great. The internet is amazing, you know, for promoting yourself. But you can only go so far to do so much with it. You need that worldwide support and that push. Exactly. And, uh, you know, in the end, these record companies are going to hurt themselves because they're not going to have anybody to fall back on. When some of these guys aren't, you know, I made and just Priest, they can only play for so long. I mean, we're all getting old. You know, things yeah, happen. Exactly, right. We're and if you don't nurture the next generation, exactly. where are we going to be at 10, 20 years from now as far as music goes? Right, exactly. It's exactly. going to be terrible. Right. Exactly right. But right now, we're only worried about your music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got planned for Dyer's Eve? Are you going to be working uh, on any we, shows coming up in the future? Uh, we, we we definitely want to play. We're looking to play now. I have a friend of mine. Who, uh, his name is uh, T.C. Tolliver. He played drums for Plasmatics. Yep. He's a, good, yep. he's, a, he's a good friend of mine, so we're going to have him play drums for us. We're going to try to go out and do some live shows. Oh, that would be great. Together. So that's what we're doing now. I want to be collecting some... Besides uh, Christ from the Lesser Man, which is an older song, the other two songs you have have a drum machine actually on them. I would never even known that. We want to put live drums to everything. You know, we did it all ourselves here at yeah. my house. So we want to put live drums to everything, and that's what we're working on now, just to put out a good product and go out there and play it live. So within the next, hopefully in the next year, we get to do that. That's what we want to do. Great. And any more recording coming up in the future? Oh yeah, we're always recording. We have we've had we have a backlog of songs now. We think have like twenty songs since last year. So we have a bunch of stuff to use. We just wanna, you know, pick the choose the right songs. You know. Yeah. That's 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 what it is. But you know, we're always recording. That's always. the way to do it. Did you after after everything fell apart in the nineties over I mean that and if you if you guys did stay together back then, you think you'd still be together today? Because the nineties were a rough time for, you know, yeah, real yeah. heavy metal bands. See, I, I don't know because yeah, because uh, you know, like I said, the singer got married. It, it, it just—it was a different attitude we had. The yeah. hungriness, the hungriness kind of went out of it. You know what I mean? It's like we used to be so hungry. It's like, oh, let's get this show. We'll go to this show. We'll, we'll play anywhere, anywhere. And then once we got a little bit older, it got lax. You know what I mean? It was yeah. Like, you know, we a set, certain schedule. We practice. You know, say, say it was Tuesday and Friday. Every Tuesday and Friday, we practice for three hours. You know, it got lax. You know, it was like, ah, uh, no, nah, let's not practice today. That's what happened. So I think I don't think it would have progressed unless something big happened. But then with yeah. the '90s, you know, this this type of music was just dead. Oh yeah, there was no chance for it. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think you know I I think it would have ended up bad because we would have been forced in it. Exactly. So you know, and you know, our, you know, our drummer actually our drummer went on and played. He played on one of Symphony X's albums. Uh yeah, Thomas right. He played yeah, with Symphony X for a couple of years in the I think the late yeah, '90s. Yeah, he was with yeah. them. 
he did uh, Twilight and, Olymp- and Olympus with them. So, you know, he went out and did some stuff. But he moved out to Philadelphia, but he got more into the jazz scene. He, he got out of the metal a lot. So, you know, I haven't talked to him in years, but he went more into the jazz direction. So, you know, as far as Dyer's Eve staying together, I don't think it would have stayed together. Yeah. So, but, you know, now we got to... It's just invigorating now that me and Mark got back together. It's just been, you know, just like, you know, when we were kids. It was just like get together, have a good time. It came back to being a good time. And I think that's that important. Have, you know, you need to have a great work ethic, but yet, you know, it has to be fun. It has to be yeah, a good time. Because yeah. that's why you started it anyway, because it was, it was fun, you know. Sometimes the business end of it ruins, you know, the the musical end, right, exactly. unfortunately, and it happens for a lot of bands. And well, at least you two are back together. And I thought Mark might have called in tonight. I figured we had a little round table going here. Yeah, I, you know, he told me that uh, he, he might be able to call in, but I, I guess things something happened. That's right, believe me, because after Carl and Sean called in between the two of us and then the two of them, nobody knew who they were talking to. <laughs> yeah. It gets too confusing after a little while. And you know, Tommy, my partner, he's on the other side of it. He's like flying wallpaper. You don't say nothing sometimes. Yeah, and then, I, then you can't stop me. That's yeah. right. So you got anything you want to say, <laughs> Jerry? <laughs> no, I just uh, it sounds everything sounds cool, and and maybe like you said uh, when you broke up, maybe it was you know sometimes things happen for a reason, you know. Right. Yeah. So, you know sometimes you know, yeah. But and you stayed friends, and that was the main thing, and you exactly. didn't have no animosity, if that's the right word. Yeah. Yeah, we're and, all real uh, close, so it's it's great. And you know? That's cool. Yeah, and always you know keep recording. I, I hear the great influence. Uh, the influences from the you know old metal and the new wave of British heavy metal, definitely in the music, and yeah, uh, that's basically the type of music that I love. But uh, you know it's cool. You know it's a great sound, and if you can get on that show on that gig um, on the eighth, uh, seventeenth of October, October seventeenth, yeah, great, yeah. I'll check it out definitely now because I, I yeah I'm gonna say after the show I'm gonna send you all the information for that. You can reach out to Ski. See, I don't I don't know if he had he didn't get back to me if he found anybody yet. But uh, I tell you, it would be a great opportunity, especially if you've got somebody to take care of the drumming. there would be a lot of people at that show, too. It's going to be a pretty good show. There's a lot of bands on the bill. Uh, Cry- I think it was Kyrus or Kyrus from uh, from Europe are coming over. Yeah, I got can never pronounce the name of the band. Uh, Cyrus or Kyrus, I can never pronounce the name of them. Yeah, they're a pretty big band over there. I mean, they're, I mean, they're really big over there. Okay. And you got Ross the Boss and Catch-22. They're another great band. And Ravage is... Fate Factor's on the bill. I believe Arctic Flame. It's called the True uh, True Metal uh, America Iron and Steel Fest. Oh yeah, I heard I heard the name before because uh, uh, didn't uh, didn't Attacker play a couple of those shows? I, yeah, Attacker, yeah. Uh, Mike yeah. Sabatini is actually when I started that True Metal America, America right. uh, concert series, and I guess he got tired of doing it, and then the guy Ski from Fate Factor took over, and now he's okay. been promoting them. So right. they got a few shows. I mean, he's always putting on these festivals out in Jersey. Some are bigger than others. Right? right, he's putting all his eggs in the basket with this one, going for like you know, and big, I think it's like an 800 seat arena they're playing over there, and yeah. you know he's got Ross headlining, so he's really looking to you know make this work for everybody. Yeah, they're uh, advertising on the radio down in WISP. So yeah, yeah. I'll check it out, WISP, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'll give you his I've name. Never even heard of it? I never even heard of the place. You know, never. I heard of True America from going to the Attacker MySpace site, but I I never knew it was around here. You know. Yeah, they're all they're all Jersey guys. Wow, that's crazy, you know? So yeah, see? It goes, it goes to show you about the promotion, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, Jersey's, but Jersey's always been, a, to me, Jersey's always been a great place for heavy metal. Uh, it always held a torch in the 80s, and even up till today. Right, right. You know, those bands are still together, like from Whiplash, and you guys are oh, back, yeah. and yeah. Jersey's always been a hotbed for metal. Right, Bats, yeah. uh has a lot of shows 
um, places like that. That's cool. It's good to keep the the torch burning, you know. Right. Exactly. Definitely. Somebody's got it, you know. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You guys are definitely doing that, and I I can't wait to see you guys live. You know, when you do get that show set up and you stop playing, you just let me know. Oh, definitely. Let you we'll know. announce that we'll be there with guns blazing. Definitely. We're looking forward to hearing some new stuff from you guys. And uh, let me see what I got on next. One of you, you know, you sent me a couple of new songs. Uh, well, with the drum tracks on me, Tommy Fire Gods, and yeah. it must have been signs. What do you want to hear? Either or, pick you know, pick one, whatever one you like. You know, pick one. I like them all, so you got the wrong guy to ask that. But uh, all right, how about we do a little Fire God? This is Dies right. Eve. All right. all right, here we go. Yeah. 
go. Some Dye's Eve. Cool. Jerry, it sounds good. Uh, thanks, man. You know, we've Got some compliments hard. on your voice in the chat room going over there. Uh, thanks. I've been working hard, man. Uh, yeah. Trying to keep it together, you know. Did it come easy for you to sing it, or was it something you really had to work on, or something you didn't really set out to do but wound up doing anyway? You know, it's like, it's something that we used to do. Like, we used to joke around back in rehearsals. You know, after we would rehearse, we'd, you know, put everything down, and we'd jam covers, and, you know, somebody else would play guitar, and I'd jump on the vocals and sing and do whatever. You know, so I always loved to do it. So, but as as far as doing it to hear myself and liking it back after hearing it, it took a while. Yeah. It took me a couple of years to, to really be able to listen to it. So, It's like anything else. Yeah, just like anything else, yeah. But it's, it's fun. It's fun to do, you know. Like every once in a while we do, we'll do a cover. I think we did a cover of uh, Rainbow's uh, Lady of the Lake. Oh, that's a great song. It was, oh, great song. Love that song. We did that, and that was like a challenge. But I had to do I did it in my own voice, but it was it was fun. It was just cool to do, you know, some of those old songs that you love here, you know. Oh, yeah, and Dio's hard to begin with. I mean, you know, Dio's Dio's Dio. I mean, 60-something years old, the guy's still out there. Um, still unbelievable, man. Yep. Unbelievable. He's amazing. Now he's uh, he's actually with Dio again right now while the Heaven Hell thing's on a little uh, break yeah, over there. I so. heard, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I would love it if they came around, uh, came around here and did some shows. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, they were, they were great seeing them. Uh, we miss everything here in America. You know, I, I don't blame them. I mean, everybody focuses on Europe because really... You know, why play here in front of 20 people? You go over there and play in front of 2,000. I don't blame anybody. Yeah, it's like, you know, they're so hungry. I, I couldn't believe yeah. it. That's, you know, you didn't want to come home, you know? It's I can like, imagine, you know, yeah. You know, playing, playing, you know, waking up 12 o'clock in the afternoon, going to play a show at 8. You know, what's better than that? You know, what is better than that? What countries you go to with, Vulture? Where did you guys play? We went, all, we went all over Germany, everywhere in Germany, and we did Switzerland. Ah, Switzerland, that must have been nice, too. Yeah, it, was just, it was just unbelievable. It was just such a great, just to see that country, and it's just the people, just just so good to you. You know what I mean? So good to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, Germany's always been a hotbed for metal, and Japan is another big place. Right, you know, right. I mean, Japan is tremendous. Uh, we haven't had Joel Hasselhoff on, he was talking about the Raven gig in Japan, and saying, like, he couldn't believe it. You know, it's just incredible over there. Wow. That's a place I love to visit, you know. It's just to play music and do that, it's something you love, it's just, you know. You can't beat it, you know? Just, no, I know. Hopefully things will get better here, you know, as far as the shows go. I mean, it's great at least that, you know, the younger generation is listening to our metal, you know, our style of metal again from the 70s, 80s. So that's the first step. Hopefully it'll just keep growing and getting, you know, it might not ever get back to where it was in the 80s, but anything's better than the 90s. Oh, yes, no doubt. Definitely everything's better than the 90s, you know? Uh, so better days will come. Better days will come. Oh, definitely. You know, you know with you guys blazing here with this, this internet radio, it's just unbelievable. It's just great. You know, it's just, I just stumbled onto this show, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, it's like in Staten Island. You know, this is unbelievable. Yeah, right over the bridge from you. Yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. You know? I know, I, I, I did this, I got this whole thing started, really, you know, it didn't have to do with the love of music. It's just, it was just to get away from my wife for two hours a week. <laughs> so, so I figured, what better way to do it than this? Exactly. That, you can't yeah, so she gets a break, I get a break, and we're happy for at least 24 hours afterwards. Oh, that is beautiful, man. All right. That's a great <laughs> thing, man. Great thing. I appreciate that. Thank you. And... And we're looking forward to more from you. Jerry, we only got about 10 minutes left in the show, right, and I want to get on one more song by you guys, and i got to close out with one song. So I really appreciate right, you calling in. It was a pleasure, man. Uh, we're looking forward. Where can everybody find Dye's Eve? Uh, right on our MySpace, you know, uh, www.myspace.com backslash Dye's Eve, JF. All right, I'll put that link up after the show on all the sites also, but I can touch with you. Jerry, I really appreciate you taking out the time. I know it's Labor Day weekend. Thank you very much for calling in. Thank you very much. Anytime, Anytime buddy. Thank you very much. All right, buddy. Take care. Keep rocking, man. All right. How about we get on a little more Dye's Eve? 
We'll play uh, MC. There must be signs. Jerry, thank you very much, buddy. Have a great week.
hear some more Dyer's Eve. I want to thank my guest, Jerry Franklin, for calling in tonight. Uh, we only got about 10 minutes left in the show. I uh, definitely wanted to hear Frigid Bitch, the band from New York, but he left the chat room, so I'm not going to play that. I'll wait for him to come back if he does. If not, I'll get it on next week. And I want to remind everybody, this Wednesday is my 100th show. Uh, I'm going to replay the playlist from the first show, basically, and uh, with a little more stuff added in. And I hope Pango comes back next Sunday uh, because we got Raven on. And it's going to be a great show next week. Uh, John Gallagher from Raven will be on the show. Just John? Just John's coming in, calling in. Anybody else is welcome to call in, but I know we got jo- I know we got John calling in. All right, cool. All right, yeah, so Death Thresh is back in the chat room. So uh, before I run out of time, let me just get on a song I know you wanted to hear. He heard you. But, uh, yeah, right, he must have come running back. <laughs> this is Frigid Bitch. We rule the night.
All right, there you go. That was for Death Thrash, a little frigid bitch. We ruled the night. Next week, I'll get on some Vardis for him. Oh, Vardis, man. That's a great fucking band. Yeah, we'll get some on next week. And uh, I got to just, like, upload, like, a whole bunch of songs. It just takes so much damn time to do it. You know, after you put the ones on for the show, yeah. you don't want to do any extra. And I didn't think we were going to get a lot of songs on tonight with everybody calling in. Yeah. But, you know, we still managed to get on about 17, 18 songs. So that was pretty good. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, right? So we only got about five minutes left. I'm going to close things out with our Sunday Night Spotlight. Uh, this is a band on the Blistering Records Warner Brothers label. We're going to feature a lot of their bands in the next few weeks. It's called Sadian. Uh, they're out of Germany. And I'm going to close things out with a song by them called Out of the Shadows. So, uh, Big T, thank you for listening and hanging out with me all day today. All right, enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. I appreciate it. Uh, I want you to enjoy what's left of your Labor Day weekend. Uh, you still got a whole day tomorrow. The weather's been beautiful over here in New York, so enjoy it wherever you are. And uh, check out this band called Sadian. This is a song called Out of the Shadows. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you.
Devastating but Out of the Shadows. Uh, another great band that's off the Evercircle record. Uh, Blistering Records. Check them out. They'll be posted up later on on the Sunday Night Spotlight on the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog spot. T, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Everybody in the chat room, thanks for being here with us tonight. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. And I will see you Wednesday for my 100th show at 1 p.m. on the Wednesday Metal Matinee. And next Sunday night, John Gallagher of Raven for the one-year anniversary show. So have a great week, everybody, and I'll see you then. T, take care, buddy. Good night. I'll talk to you soon. This is Debbie Gunn of Sentinel Beast, and you're listening to Heavy Metal Mayhem with a Big Cheese. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.